0: Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yantz. And today, this is part two of my interview with Laurie Wyman, the author of The Organic Actor. She is a casting director. She has been the casting director for Miami Vice, Big Trouble, Red Eye, and Recount, and so many others. Enjoy. But you mentioned Big Trouble, and... uh... That's a film, it's a very sad story because that's the film that got hurt by uh, 9-11 is they had the, flight, oh, they had the plane you know scene. Yeah, the plane scene. And like, I remember seeing trailers and it's like, you never saw it come out. And then looking back, yeah, like I've seen it they I've caught They were talking about hijacking,
1: TV. right. They were talking about hijacking a yeah. plane and bringing a bomb on a plane. It was a comedy,
0: but it wasn't so yeah.
1: funny after 9-11. You're right, you are a hundred percent right.
0: And, and I think it's an underrated comedy. It's got Rene Russo. It's got Tim Allen. You know, it's got um, so many Joe, Joe Warburg, Oscar, um, <laughs> Oscar
1: Isaac, Oscar uh,
0: yeah. Isaac, Tom no, Sizemore, Jean Germain, uh, uh, um, Elena Verduga, uh, 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 Janine, uh,
1: Sophia Vergara.
0: Yeah, she's in Sofia it. And, Vergara. Uh, yeah, she's that's that's like one of her first roles. She's in that. Um, yep so many people are are in that movie and it's like i don't think people tom are
1: Sizemore, tom
0: exactly. Sizemore, yeah Tom Sizemore, uh zoe deschanel she's in that yeah as well uh mm-hmm. the, the ben uh i forget his i forget his last name but he's a really good actor uh he was oh, in the mm-hmm. 310 to huma uh remake but anyways that okay. uh talk, talk a little bit about uh big trouble what that was like this i have always liked that movie
1: okay so that was i don't remember it, if that was the first second or third project i did with barry but i've mm-hmm. done a few projects with barry Sonnenfeld, and felt the director and the kind of acting that he likes or the kind of delivery i should say is fast and flat fast and flat So when the actors would come in to pre-read with me at the time, I would say it's gotta be fast and flat, fast and flat, fast and flat. And the faster and the flatter, the better. And um, so it was hard for those actors because in order to deliver dialogue fast and flat, you must be a million percent memorized. You, so you need to invest the time, effort and energy into learning that dialogue. You can't wing it and you can't come in and read it. You know, that you huh. can't do, you can't read it. You have- It's got to feel natural. It's got, and right. So uh, that's what made, I mean, great acting. We booked some great people, but that's what made the audition that much more difficult. Because I was pushing those actors and pushing. And there were some actors who who on the pre-read said, I can't do it. And and like, you know, threatened to leave. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not leaving. You're giving this to me. You're going to do it again. And because they had not invested the amount of time that, that was needed to fully memorize their dialogue. Yeah.
0: And, and I, I bet that's why Oscar Isaac excelled that because he's used to you school juilliard where you know well, he
1: hadn't gone to juilliard yet oh yeah. he was still at new world school he was still at new world school which was in miami which was a yeah. performing arts school i, I th- i'm pretty sure that's where he was beforehand so but he had gotten accepted to juilliard so um so he had already you know so he was he only had a couple lines he, he wasn't his wasn't like a giant thing in that particular yeah. movie but um but some of those people had some serious monologues, and they needed to knock it out of a, out of the park flawlessly. And uh, yeah, but we—I mean, obviously, we cast it; we got the people. But it was. Uh,
0: yeah, there were
1: some fun <laughs> there some fun scenes in there. Yeah, it's,
0: yeah, that's interesting. I like it. Yeah, it's it's funny. it's, it's funny guy. He's big. He's six four. Uh,
1: Barry, he's a big guy.
0: Really. Oh, I didn't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that either. You walked in. I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs>
0: really? Wow. Um, yeah, no, this, uh, to me, that just shows how important it is to train the voice and to train so that you can speed up, go fast, you know, train your memory,
1: train your memory yeah. as well. I as would well. tell actors, pick up the newspaper or a magazine and just memorize a random paragraph that that, you know, mm-hmm. not dialogue but some random paragraph and they look at me and I go, it's to practice your memorization skills because you mem- And while the memorization skill is not necessarily acting.
0: It's just, a, it's a, that you, a you have skill to do
1: it. That is, cr- you know, some of the skills, the ancillary skills that are important for actors are memorization skills, being able to calm yourself. You mentioned meditation earlier, whatever it takes. Um, I I have a friend who teaches a class, or uh, you know, she's a friend. Now. She teaches a class, and it's called hypnosis for actors. And while the word hypnosis sounds kind of like woo woo, it's not really. We we don't put a, a pendulum in front of you, and but it's training the brain not to be nervous. It her whole course talks about memorization skills being calm when you audition, being calm when you get to the set. I mean, if you were working on a set with two or three names, I I did a, a movie once where I had some big names on the set and they didn't want me just to audition people. They wanted to see reels of people to see who else they had worked with. To know that they weren't gonna freak out when Jack Nicholson walked yeah. on the set or Michael C. Yeah, Cain. you gotta
0: be. Yeah. You gotta be you gotta be the same way. You can't
1: go, oh my god, it's oh my gosh, <laughs> look who that is. right. You've gotta be able to uh yeah. not not fangirl, you know, when, yeah. when Jennifer Lopez is in the scene with you. No.
0: Uh
1: I did a movie early on with Or look her in the eyes. Yeah, she was one of the uh, it was one of her first movies, Jennifer Lopez. And Jack Nicholson and Michael Caine, and they were like, "We we want to make sure that the actors we book are going to be able to stand up against these people yeah. and not crumble." Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's it, it's important, and and you mentioned hypnosis. That's something that, that I've I've looked at because you're talking to the subconscious, which is extremely important for action. She talks um, about the
1: subconscious mind. Big.
0: Yeah. You're
1: right. She, um, she has
0: a whole I, thing. When, when, I, when I get a script, I, I write I write out note cards. I put my my line and then the, the other line. If they're really long, the other line, I'll like shorten it a little bit and then I'll mm-hmm. record it, record the, the thing, listen to the lines.
1: Mm-hmm. Then I'll
0: put a space in between it mm-hmm. and have the line afterwards. So you're getting the auditory and the visual and the, and the written form of it. Right. You got to do all of them. You have whatever to do it all. And, and
1: I always say, whatever works, you
0: exactly. know, there's
1: no right or wrong. And do it is. in
0: different places. Don't yeah. get used to just being in your bedroom or in the bathroom because then you'll get stuck in when you go, when they bring you into the casting office, like, Oh wait, the, the air is different here. We have to change it. You know? So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird business. Tell yeah. tell me a little bit. So you got your master's. I did in something involved with this. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I did. I I will. Um, I had always wanted a PhD. I don't know. I, I I haven't gotten that yet. But but I knew I had to get a, a master's. You know beforehand. So I went to um, a college where I um where I live because I wanted to be able to study something pertaining to the psychology of actors. And they had something called, um, well, it was was a drama therapy track. Mm. So drama therapy is therapy, but using drama exercises. So you've heard of art therapy or music therapy where you know people are drawing a painting and they they do therapy through art or they do well this is doing therapy through ex- acting exercises i mean we studied stanislavsky we sta- we you know we studied
0: um it, it was
1: it was so fascinating and so um when i and the, it was not in which i think it should have been It was not in the department of psychology. It was under the heading of education. So I actually have my master's in education. Um, But when I heard about this, I said, I mean, it totally resonated with me. And I said, I'm gonna study that. So I went to school, the head of the department, a lovely man, had been an artistic director of a theater whom I had known in years past. And then he went back, he got his PhD and, and I had lunch, I had Starbucks with him actually. And uh, I said, well, let me talk to you about this. So we met and he goes, I, I think you'd be great for this program. And I said, oh, I, I, I don't know, I got scared. He goes, well, you'll be okay. So I took one class at a time. I didn't, because at the time that I got my masters, I was casting burn notice. I was casting the glades and I was casting magic city. I was doing three te- You know, what do they, what do they say? If you want to get something done, ask a busy person. You've probably yep. heard that. Oh yeah. Talk about, talk about busy. So my, I had a daughter who was uh, at the time, eight, nine years old. So she was, you know, young. And I was casting three television series. And at the time I would go to the the office of those particular series to do callbacks because nothing was on the way it is now now as soon as we hang up I'm going to watch a bunch of videos I'm going to create a link boom I'm going to send this to my client and he'll book people that way so um so I it took me three years to finish this master's but I was diligent what like you know just st- stayed the course one class at a time one class at a time I worked so hard on that. I worked so hard. Every paper I wrote, I mean, I labored over. I spent hours and hours and hours and hours. And I um, always had the thesaurus. And I mean, I wrote papers. I never knew that I could write papers. And one of the papers I wrote, which which was really fascinating about actors, was based on a psychological term called the myth of normality. And what that's about, which is interesting. So the myth of normality is a psychological term talking about what normal is, what the myth of of being normal is. So instead, I told the professor, I said, I want to write this all about actors. And the thing with actors that I discovered, which I mean, we all know, but I kind of like, you know, delved into it, is that a normal person auditions or interviews for a job. You might interview for a job at uh, IBM or a job at Target or a job, wherever, a bank. You, you interview, you interview, you interview, you interview, you interview, and you finally get a job, and you have a job, and you work 10 years, 20 years. You have a job yeah. with an actor. You audition, you audition, you audition, you audition, you, you finally get a job. You work a day.
0: Maybe may go back
1: and do it again. <laughs> and it, it doesn't stop. So you have yeah. to have a different mindset when you audition. You have to just know this is part of the process. And yes. every job interview or every audition that you have is just another opportunity. And your job is auditioning. That's your job. Your job is auditioning. And once you, once you do your job well, then you get the prize, which is you book the job. Yeah, and you
0: but your do it job all is active
1: <laughs> and then you start all over again.
0: Yep.
1: Right. So, so there's always, um, there's always, you know, everything's always a little tentative. And sometimes you book a day and sometimes you book a week and sometimes you book a month, you know, there might be, Ongoing for know. six months.
0: That's why I got to stay positive. Yeah, you, you, you see, it, ca- people don't realize casting directors and actors are very alike. And that alike. we're always kind of hunting for jobs. Always.
1: I just finished casting a television series for Warner Brothers. Uh, it's going to be mm-hmm. on Apple TV, starring Vince Vaughn. Uh, you know, it's in pre-production right now, so who knows what will happen. The creators of this show... Are the same people who created the, the Emmy Award-winning Ted Lasso, so yeah, you know that sure. they've got some, you know, credibility. And of course, they've yeah. cast other, or they've they've written other shows as well. I have been on this show for seven and a half, eight months, eight months. Yeah. Eight months. I had a steady job for eight months. That's yeah. huge. Today I'm doing a movie and I'll work on that for a couple of weeks. And then I just finished a commercial, you know, and, 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 yeah. and so it goes. The normal person would freak out if, yeah. if their job lasted a week or two or eight months and it was over eight months to me. Whoa, that's you. Can you imagine booking a television show? Yeah. And you that's have to great. work on it? Eight months. Mu- so, so it's a matter of perspective, you know, yeah. um, to me, eight months working on a job is huge to the average person who would book a job. If they were told, yeah, the job's only going to last for eight months, they'd be in panic mode. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, we learned to adjust and drama therapy was something that was so fascinating. So fascinating to me to get into the the psyche it's just to reframe things you've got to reframe yeah. them you know every time you audition for something you look at it as an opportunity so not a panic situation
0: yeah and it's an opportunity audition- show up prepared to do do what you prepared and show that if you didn't mm-hmm. prepare then that's your problem right there
1: there you go <laughs> nobody can uh-huh. help you with that that's right
0: we can we, we can't help you with that. Um so wrapping up here, thank you so much. This has been oh, the you. This has been so much fun. Oh,
1: um thank
0: you. do you do you have a beginning of the day routine?
1: I do. Um I get up early. I'm I i do not get up at five o'clock early. Um it's anywhere between 6:30 and 7:30, depending. Um I get up. i There's, I have an accountability group that I've had for Mm -hmm. a couple of years and we meet every other Tuesday morning. I have a group coaching program that I work with a group of actors. We do that every Monday morning. You know, I I like my mornings. Um, Some mornings um, there are this, this is exercise class that I participate in that meets four mornings a week. So I try to go to that a few mornings a week, you know, I, I, I have um, always have something. I usually don't plan a zoom or a business thing until after 10, you know, cause I like yeah. my earlier morning to be taken up with uh, reading uh, catching up on emails, you know, that sort of thing. I don't sleep yeah. late. I'm not a, you know, a late sleeper. I like yeah. to get up early straighten up, make myself some breakfast, you know, just get the day organized and then, um, and then off I go and, and answer, answer emails if I can, you know, and get, get that taken care of. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I know some people like, oh, I got up at five o'clock in the morning and we had a challenge. I was in a mentorship program. I was one of the mentor. I, I mean, I was one of the mentees. Um, and so we were a group and the some of the guys in the group decided that they were going to do something because there's, there's a lot of studies, you know, get up really, 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 really early and you can accomplish so much. And they said they were going to get up at four 30 in the morning. And so by the time you would normally get up at like seven or seven thirty, you had all this work done. And I said to them, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing that, you know, but I thought of it. I thought, you know, that, that might be something fun. I like walking early in the morning, like around mm. 6.30. I like to walk, even if it's just a half an hour and it's kind of like my my meditation time. So I do that quite often um, just to like process. And it's funny because I'll do that and then I'll come home and my husband will be in the house and I'll come in and I'll like launch. You know what we should do? And we should do this. Because he goes, oh, ho 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 oh, oh. You know, because I've got all this energy and all this stuff in my brain. I do a lot of positive affirmations. I do a lot of visualizations. I'm really into that. So, but I also, before I do that, I need to get really, really clear on what I want. So there's certain things that I have to get really clear on what I want. And then I create the whole visualization around it. And I I create, you know, I create everything around that. That's just, just what I do. I'm really big on staying healthy eating healthy, um, exercising, not crazy exercise where I'm going to hurt myself, but just to move, to move, you know, constantly moving. Um, some days it may be cleaning my house, you know, bending down, standing up, scrubbing, you know, that's also an exercise thing, you know, because you're, you're using mm-hmm. muscles, you may not have you. So, so mm-hmm. if like today is a cleaning day, I say to myself, okay, that's the exercise that my and I really like get into it so that I know that I'm and I'll tell you, yeah. oh my back hurts today. Oh yeah, because I was down on <laughs> my floor, scrubbing the floor and getting the corners and you know yeah. that sort of thing. So um yeah.
0: So that's, yeah. Do you have a nighttime routine?
1: <laughs> Do I have a nighttime routine? You know, I am a great sleeper my friends are very jealous. If I tell you I need to be asleep at 11, you can set your watch. I will be asleep at 11. I, I'm out. So what I started doing at night, you know, I'll eat dinner and once again, check my emails and, and. but what I started doing at night, just because it's fun and it's mindless is I watch game shows. I mean, it. it gets me go but to get to because i've read and we all know i don't want to go to bed at night after watching horrible news or car crashes and 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 wars in 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 countries because then you dream about that stuff
0: yeah you really do you always always set your last thing of what you want to be what you're going to go to bed with right you know either i question a lot
1: Right, I watch a lot of Family Feud. I love Family Feud
0: with Richard Dawson.
1: <laughs> Not well, poor Richard Dawson's no more. Now it's Steve Harvey. I know Steve Harvey has uh, has taken over the reins, and he's very good and he's very funny. And um, and I play, you know, I play. I, I watch maybe two shows, mm. and then it's it gets started to get late, and then I all right, I gotta go to bed. I gotta drag myself to bed. And, um, I try not to stay up too, too late. Cause I love getting up early in the morning. I love getting up early yeah. in the morning because if I can get up early and I can get going and I can do some exercise and eat right. My day is great. If I, and I rarely, rarely wake up exhausted, you know, I, yeah. that's, that's usually, I usually wake up. I'm awake. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't do caffeine. Uh, I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I don't do sugar. Sugar makes me like jittery. I don't drink alcohol. I don't, you know, I do, I don't do the chemicals. I don't drink soda. You know, I, I, I keep myself pretty clean because I used to do a bunch of that stuff. And I, especially sugar, sugar was my downfall. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would eat like a big bowl of, I don't do dairy, but it would still be, you know, non-dairy ice cream, which had sugar in it and chocolate sauce, which was non-dairy, but it had
0: sugar the- of sugar, that's and literally effort.
1: I would, I would wake up with a sugar hangover. Right. And that was really hard to like, ugh, shake that fog out of my brain. So I've adjusted all of that. And now I wake up in the morning, I'm awake. So I like that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Do, so you kind of already answered this. Do you, what is, what is your meditation? Do you, do you meditate?
1: You know, I don't meditate. I have tried for sure. And I always end up falling asleep and somebody said to me, well, yeah, people do that. They fall asleep. I have in uh, my bedroom in, in my uh, one of my houses, um, I have a sauna, Mm. you know, like a hot box, a sauna. Mm. And I will go into that sauna every night before bed, every night before bed, I go into the sauna and I, I breathe in that dry hot air, which I love. and, and I do my meditation. And then I wake up in the sauna because <laughs> I fell asleep.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it takes a long time to not fall asleep in meditation. It's very similar to hypnosis. I you can right. fall asleep. You're at your, your most vulnerable, but it's like I still work at it. I'm just like, I'm gonna get there where where I want to be. I, I think it's, people it's,
1: do. I think people do work at it always. You know, they're always yeah, working have to. at it. Yeah.
0: You have to. Uh, What are you reading right now?
1: What am I reading? I'm trying to think what's on my nightstand. The four, I mean, I go back, you know, I read and then I go back. Uh, There is, uh, there's a book on my nightstand right now, which I'm rereading for the, I don't know, called Unstoppable. And unstoppable are stories of people who have accomplished things that they, were pretty much told they were not going to accomplish. I always have on my bedside some chicken soup for the soul book. Uh, some chicken uh, yeah. soup for the soul book because I really, if if I get into bed and I and I'm not exhausted, I like to read some motivational story. I love motivational stories. Um so there's a there's a chicken soup for the soul book on my nightstand. There's an unstoppable book. I believe the four agreements is on my nightstand.
0: Great book. Um, Great book.
1: So, yeah. I've read it before. You know, I'm doing so so these are books that I've read all read before. And yeah. reading again, um, those are the kinds of books that I read. They are um as opposed to story books, you know. I yeah. like reading books like that because I think we all need motivation. I think we all need something to keep us going and too many stories out there are sad stories and depressing stories.
0: Yeah.
1: And if there's nothing that I can do about it, whatever the situation might be, if there's nothing that I can do about it, I don't want to make myself feel like I want to kill myself. You know, exactly. I don't, you know, there's, a lot, lot of stuff going on out there with COVID and with, you know, like big deal stuff. Yeah. So I do what I can do. I wear a mask everywhere I go. I will be honest. I wear a mask everywhere I go. I'm one of the few people, I should knock on knock on all my wood. I'm one of the few people that I know that has not gotten COVID yet. Wow, pretty much, that's great. Pretty much everybody I know has gotten. I, I have uh, maybe four people that I know that haven't five people, like a very small number. Yeah. Um, and then when I ask people, well, how did you get it? Or why did you get it? And they always say pretty much the same thing. I let my guard down, I took my mask off and I was in a room with people that I thought were okay.
0: Yeah,
1: You know, and and, and some of these people, you know, some of these friends of mine are in their later seventies. And one yeah. friend of mine said, I really thought I was going to die. I thought, I, I thought, okay, this is this is it. I'm done. Um, another friend of mine, a young guy that I know, thirty, early 30s, he said to me, I thought I was over. And you know, when I hear these stories, and I don't wallow in it, I don't focus on it, but I learn from it, and I say, don't let your guard down, Lori. Just don't let your guard down. Wear the mask. I don't care if people give me the stink eye or the side eye. Um, if it works, my for you, actions, it
0: works for
1: you that's that's right and and thank god so far you know so um so that's that's my whole thing is just to try to stay positive um i believe in a higher power you know something out yeah. there in the universe that is bigger than i am i um i try to stay like i said i try to stay positive uh i try not to look too far in the future you know i try to stay in today because I've learned in the past that when I look for through to, for tomorrow, I miss today, and I don't want to panic myself. I used to, I used to wake up in the mornings in sheer panic, sheer panic, like like the heart beating out of the chest, the stomach all twisty, and the reason but, I woke up in sheer panic was because of the unknown. I don't know that, what And that's
0: going. the and that's the worst thing you can do because. If you wake up and you're already starting to think about your problems, you're already you're already thinking outside of yourself. Yeah, you're already thinking about what is this? things that haven't happened yet, instead of and that didn't and serve the, me well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Last question: What are you watching now?
1: Oh well, besides my Family Feud, besides my game shows, my Family yeah. Feud, my my hundred thousand dollar pyramid. My Wheel of Fortune and my America Says, which somebody just got me into. So those are my, my, oh, and I actually just watched something called Something Puzzle with uh, Leah Remini. Um, I've watched it a couple of times. It, it's in it Brain Trains. Um Interesting. I am almost like, do I say this? I watched Schitt's Creek the <laughs> fourth time.
0: Yeah, I saw that when I was doing my research. Yeah for the
1: fourth time. (laughs) And again, it's heartfelt. It's uplifting. It's heartwarming. You cry, you laugh. I also watched the whole season of Ted Lasso, which is another
0: watch that I need to watch that. Yeah, that's that's good. That's that's good.
1: That's and the acting, amazing. Um, I love watching. You know, I love watching good acting, obviously. Um, and then um, and then what I do is I go on Netflix and i I pick, you know, I watch a bunch of trailers. and then so the other night, two nights ago, I guess it was, i I, I saw the trailer for uh, Molly's game. and I was like, you know, good actors, let's watch. So I just watched that the other night. Um, I've started I've started like different shows, like I started watching the Queen's Gambit. And I watched a mm, couple of yeah, episodes, but it was so—it was like sad and yeah. depressing, and <laughs> and I was like, okay, I I I'm just you know between she was a poor little girl and you know abused and the drug addiction and alcohol addiction, and I was like, ugh, I think I can't, I think I can't do this. You know, I try to watch. Yeah, e- even though um, Molly's game was pretty intense but but it was it was just a movie it wasn't like you know episode after episode after episode um so i i truly tried to to watch things that are feel good are things that are going to make me feel good when i'm done watching them um that are a little quirky that are a little funny i i'll tell you what i did at christmas time i mean we're we're in august already almost september i mean i'm sure i'll do it again i made myself a little um challenge i said every single day in the month of december i'm gonna watch one hallmark or hallmark type movie a christmas movie you know one of those hallmark type christmas yeah. movies every day and i did my father
0: that's all he does is watch the Hallmark channel. it made hallmark, me feel so hallmark.
1: good <laughs> yeah and i've cast i've cast a bunch of hallmark movies
0: i know you have they're
1: fun they're nice to read i just i'm just casting nice. like right now I read the script a couple of nights ago. I cried. I was like, mm, no. it was good. You know, the boy and the girl, they always get together. And you know that they're, they're also very formula. You know that, but you still, yeah. mm, you know, it can so yeah. Um,
0: they can work. Yeah. Yeah, it can work. So that's All right. All right. That's great. Um, thank you so much. How can people reach you?
1: Oh, well. Go on my website, theorganicactor.com. Right, so theorganicactor.com is my website, which I'm actually in the process of getting, you know, taking things out, editing it because some some agents are not in business. That, you know, I, I'm trying to rearrange. So, yeah. but it's still good. And and feel free to sign up for the newsletter because the first Thursday of every month is my Lori wyman's office hours. There's also I also have a Facebook page for that, and the Facebook page is called Lori Wyman's Office Hours, and I've got a nice group of people. I've got a good couple, few thousand people. Um, I like to keep it a little more intimate so that I can I can respond to people and hi and how, yeah. how are you and that sort of thing. You know, I like they don't to- want I like, like to get,
0: sixty people in there.
1: <laughs> there's, there's like well, I have like twenty five hundred, but still I I. You know, I I I'm in there. I respond, I post. So I've got Lori Wyman's Office Hours on thursday I also have the Lori Wyman's Office Hours Facebook page and uh the organicactor.com and sign up for the newsletter. So there's ways, there's you know, there's ways to stay in touch.
0: So all right. Well, thank you.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for asking.
0: Okay, that about does it for part two of my interview with Lori Wyman. Uh, check out her book, The Organic Actor. You can also find her at www.lauriewymancasting.com. As always, you can find me at Justin Yontz. And um, I will see you next time on the D, M, F.